Uh, Elias Weems has been given a suspended sentence. You're, you're, the, the, you're the lawyer. Tell us what that. What does that mean? Well, I think it's kind of. I'll start at what I what I know is that he's arrested because he's been aging people with his aging ray, which is basically like killing people or like you know taking away years of their life. And because Ant Man came on the scene, Ant Man turned out you just had to flip a switch on the gun to like de- to to restore them back to their own their proper age. So he's arrested. And Ant-Man testifies, and the judge allows it. I mean, we don't know who Ant-Man's real name. And it's not, you can't just say, I'm Ant-Man, and here's my testimony well, and what I hey, believe. To, to, be, to be fair, like, I think the fact that he's, like, the size of an ant, it makes, like, identifying him better than, like, a fingerprint or a voice ID. Well, we know who it is, but at the same time, we don't know who he is. We know that he's, he's self-identified as Ant-Man, but how do we know he's not a criminal who's, who's been on the, on the run for years that's now just... Walking around and just like testifying on behalf of other criminals. Well, but- we have, we we've known he's done a we, we again we've known lots of good stuff that Ant Man has done, and I know you're upset about his ants like monitoring the little police state yes. that we've built, he's built in New York. But like I think um, he is it, he hasn't been hiding what he's been doing. He's been very upfront about it, and and we know what he's done. Like we, we know the, the the criminal conspiracies that he's put an end to, and I think he was relying on that reputation, not whatever came before that. I know, but that, that that's fundamentally. Um, uh, op- opposed to how you're, how you actually admit evidence in a court of law. I mean, you have to test the veracity of it. You have to test the, the reliability of it. And here you can't do either because with a man with a mask who doesn't tell you his tr- his his full name, because you you know you could just go. You're you're looking at him possibly at a very s- a small period of time in which maybe he is someone you trust. But how do you know this isn't some long con going back you know 20 years? How do you know that he's not? Um, someone that, that despite recent events is something you shouldn't trust. There's no way to challenge it, no way to test it. Um, and it, it makes me kind of queasy, but it, but it worked, you know, the judge said, I believe you, Ant man. And, 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 you know, so we're going to not throw this guy into jail and he's going to go back. And, and, sorry. The other, the other person who testified that um, seemed to sway, sway um, the judge was the uh, professor Weems employer. He'd apparently fired him, which, um, kind of because he was past his prime, which kind of precipitated this whole attack on the city that Professor Weems did with his with his uh, his aging ray. Um, and so the, the employer testified saying, you know, gee, I was wrong. I shouldn't have fired this guy. He's he's an he's an amazing genius and uh, he should be allowed he, sh- he should be released. To me, that was pretty self-serving too, because who wouldn't want to have that guy working for him, right? <laughs> yeah. It's a little self-interested, Mr. Empl- you know, uh, Mr. Employer. Um and that's what happened. He was released and, and allowed to go work, apply his genius back at the uh, at the, at the, uh, this business that he worked at previously. Yeah, um, hey, let's, let's let's talk about that genius. Like, so this guy invented a ray that hey, number one, you can you can age people prematurely, which is devastating and 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 terrible. It feels like um, like I don't know what what the the crime would be, but it feels like it, it's maybe not quite as bad as murder, but but it's, it's a heck of a lot worse than assault if you just take away years from your life. Uh, but but more importantly, he can reverse aging, so he can actually make people younger, which is the most incredible technology I think this world has ever seen. Well, it is, and, and, I, and I'm waiting to see how it, it all plays out, because the question is, does it just um, age or de-age people, or does it does, does a de-aging um, only work on someone who's 
who's been affected by the rays to make them to, to have them age up. You know what I mean? Like, is, is it basically, is it, is it just correcting the, the, um, the aging rays effects or is it truly, uh, um, a different kind of miracle invention that could allow you to, you know, you know, aim it at your arm and your, and your muscles restored. And it's, it's DH to the point that it's all healed or like aim it at your brain and you can like turn back the time and your, on your brain so that it, it, all the pathways and the, and the, and the, the brain cells that have been lost and destroyed just by aging have been fixed. Does it, does it fix all these, these, uh, cognitive and, and mental issues that, that are plaguing people as, as they get older? I mean, it, it is incredible. Issues. Hey, hey I, I think it's amazing. And I think hey, it's a good point. Like, is there some sort of baseline and does the ray artificially age you? And then it can take away the artificial aging, but not the actual That's the aging. That's um, the question. Uh, hey, I think, I think, Scientists should be looking at this, and they should examine it and try to figure out. Like, even if, even if the current ray can only just do the reversal of the artificial aging, um, if you can reverse the artificial aging, there must be. It's it, it can't be that many steps to reversing non-artificial aging as well. Yeah, and I think that maybe that's why the employer was happy to get him back out because he wants to he wants him to get cracking before he gets too old and and will benefit from it. And it would be quite an incredible. Uh, change to our society. I mean, you know, effectively, be, it would allow people to be immortal. Um, well, so, not quite immortal. So, like, we, I think people could still die in a car accident, and they could still die right. of like, hey, kids die of leukemia, right? So, we, we, just because you're young doesn't mean you can't die. But it sure makes life a lot better to live. Yeah, but and, and you think that at at a minimum, it would it should be useful in trying to to solve some you know some chronic you know, aging problems that, that affect, you know, the brain or even just, or even cancer, it might be something to, to explore, but it, it does, it, it could allow people though, like leaving aside those specific investigations into medical problems, it could allow you, you to stay youthful forever. So, you know, not immortal because you're right. If you got hit by a car, you're, you know, you, that that's that, but it could allow you to, to potentially live forever if you're careful. Yeah, and I think and what, I think that's worth exploring too. Like, what, what what does that mean if we live in a society where no one ages? Again, people still die, but they don't age. And I think, um, uh, as an individual, I think it's it's an unmitigated good. Like, n- n- not aging, I would, I, I'd be, that's a superpower I want. Uh, I think it just it would change your life dramatically. Um, and if you could do that for your friends and family, I think also like unmitigated good because like I don't want my friends and family to to age. We could all like live together and, and we could avoid so much death um but as a society as a whole th- i think there are there are there are some 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 downsides well yeah i mean it's it it would it would lead to the increase in the population at at, at uh, a significant rate and so there could be a resource issue and it could lead to some stagnation right i mean could you imagine if uh you know the natural order is that the youth will you know innovate and and change and take take a take replace people before them in in the companies and governments etc um and if you have people that are just able to stay youthful forever they'll they'll never retire they'll always stay the head of the company or in charge of the research division so that other people don't get their shot and it could be the stagnation right they they say what's there's a a saying something along the lines of like that science advances one funeral at a time because (laughs) i never heard that. that Yeah, it's it's this idea that we have these 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 principles and these ideas, and the people don't like the new theories that come up, and the existing scientists like uh, fight against those new theories. Um, Einstein 
fought against quantum mechanics for his, almost his entire life. Um, and so, when, but when the old scientists die, the new scientists who aren't as like wedded to those old ideas uh, uh, can kind of push that science forward. And if, if, but, it, but if those old scientists aren't dying, if they're, they're, they're staying youthful forever, does it slow down our advancements of science? That's right. And then does it lead also, though, to like socioeconomic issues or social issues where um, people are no longer moving up and out from their homes? And so there's just a stranglehold that people have over different, you know, say, primo properties, um, you know, that, that uh, other people won't be able to like to advance beyond. So then we, as we get more and more people crowded, more, more and more crowded, crowded people um, crowded into d- d- different areas and not able to advance in their careers, not able to afford to like to move up because people are stopped are, are, are basically providing this, this ceiling of old people who are young, not allowing them to move on uh, to, to be replaced. It could be a, it could be a huge problem and lead to the stagnation in that too. Yeah. It's interesting. When you talk about stagnation, I think the other risk is um, because we're not talking about immortality. We're just talking about anti-aging and um, young people in general take a lot more risks than old people. And I think as our society would be aging, like, I think risk-taking would go down, both because the society would be older, but, but also because there's a lot more at risk now. Like, if, if you do something, if you get hit by a car and you die when you're 30, you've lost, like, maybe 50 years of life. Um, but now if you get hit by a car, you, you've, in theory, lost, like, a 1,000 years of life. And so is that going to be enough that maybe people are just become really, really cautious and, and, and stop taking risks? Hmm, that's a good point. I, I don't know. But there's also other things that I, I you know, um, how about the fact that maybe people start to recognize maybe they don't want to live forever, you know, because in order to, to live forever, you got to like keep on working. And so you might be de-aging, but you might be tired of being an accountant for 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, a thousand years. <laughs> Maybe yeah, you, you also, if you're tired of being an accountant, you can go back to school. If you, the reason why we don't go back to school when we're 40 or 50 is we just don't have, have that many um, effective working years ahead of us. But if you have another 1,000 years, if your aging is not the issue, then, hey, go on and have, have, have a parallel career. Start again. Do something new. Yeah, that's true, too. I just think it's, um, there's a, this is going to lead to some interesting questions, though, if it does get to the point where you can be DAs and, and stay youthful. Um, there, there may be just some people that might opt out of that and it'd be lead to some kind of like challenging conversations. You know, at some point people might just not be interested in continuing. I, I don't mean to sound like a downer. It's, it's quite, it's pretty, it's fascinating what this is, what this represents. It's just that there's a lot of unknowns. I think and, there's a lot of people that will say uh, that they only want to live to a certain age. I think part of that is because they don't want to, f- they, they feel like being old is the problem and this would take that problem away. But I also think that like, there are a lot of people who say they don't want to live for another 10 years or 20 years or, or 40 years. There aren't many, many people that will say they don't want to live for another day. Uh, it, it takes a lot. For, like, people will hang on to life at the end um, in a way that they never thought they would when they weren't in that situation. That's very true. And you're right. If, if you take away the, the, the awfulness of, of aging, age and disease effectively with this you know, youth ray that we're thinking that, that Professor Weems could somehow create, um, it just it just opens up the door to a different way of living, a post death a, a post aging society. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you this: I am going to do my best to stay alive now as long as I can, <laughs> so that uh, I, I want to I want to live long enough to be de aged. That's that's my new goal, Mike. 